Yo, what's up? This is Thursday, January the 28th, 2021, and this is another episode from the Anything Goes podcast. Uh, y'all know me, Travis Bethay. Got my man Winston on the ones and twos doing the production. Um, I hope y'all doing all right, man. You know, we didn't holler at you last week, you feel me? Uh, I took some, I faked took some time off i yeah. guess you know what i'm saying the week uh prior to you know we forever working but sometimes you can't be in front of the camera always you feel me? yeah so you know uh man i want to start with something somber tonight bro first of all hold on hold on yes, let me do yes. this right how you doing bro Oh, um, how you doing? I'm doing good, you know. Uh, you know, like I had to, had to I'm on the same type of time. I had to take a little Kyrie Irving break. Yeah. As 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 I've been, um, you know, messing around with the homies, telling telling them. Um, but yeah, just had to recalibrate some things. Put, you know, uh, uh unfortunately, put some put some personal stuff on hold to try to, um, just get this going how I need to so I can be able to devote time on my personal matters and also just be able to just maintain uh, mental strength and mental stability just be able to become a supreme self so you know that's something that we'll touch on later with everybody but yeah you know just doing that working on some personal um, projects I got uh my Kobe Bryant tribute is um is up and live on uh, my media page King Which Murphy Media, mm-hmm. um and, uh, and as as you guys are hearing this recording this on Thursday, you guys will see this on Friday. I have my first music video, dope Saturday. Shout out to K Mohika. Shout out to Now One Now Raleigh Durham. It's a very uh, magical place in my spirit. Every time I go there, some new shit be happening. Yeah. Life changing things. But yeah, I'm just I'm just ready to get that going. Ready to get the ball rolling. Ready for February. We got some things coming for y'all. <laughs> it's coming, for sure. baby. For sure. For sure, bro. Like, uh, I'm glad that you, you know, took time to recalibrate. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't stress that enough you know what i mean uh as far as taking time out for yourself Mm -hmm. and definitely putting yourself first Mm -hmm. Um, most people are selfless you know it's, it's some selfish ass people in the world but selfish people are usually happier than selfless people because selfish people are going to always do what's best for them. You know, mm-hmm. selfless, you are going to appease everybody else. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah. I was probably selfless. I was both. I was more selfless, though. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that shit ain't happiness, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, uh, it's it sound cool. You know, it do. Like, I ain't going to lie to you, bro. Like, it sound cool, but. Man, nah, sometimes you got to be selfish to get things accomplished. And then you can always go back and hit the start button. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That's one thing about it. As long as you wake up every morning 
you can always um, hit the start button on something that you pause, yes. you feel me? But now we have to, we got to get to where we want to be. We got to go. You know what I'm yeah, saying? because, you know, yeah. we're not normal people. Nah. Nah. And, you know, we don't have normal dreams, aspirations, you know. We want to really go for it. Right, right, man. So I'm glad you did that. And let me spruce myself up, get yeah. my energy going, man. You know what I'm saying? Shit, we ain't somber. We oh, good. Nah. Anything goes, you feel me? So uh, we had to, I had to definitely ask my partner what he was, how he was feeling. Mm-hmm. So we're going to get to it, man. I want to first and foremost, before we get into this breaking news and the sad, somber news, I want to touch on something real quick, bro. Uh, shout out to my city. A lot of people be talking shit about Detroit. And when I say Detroit, I mean Winston-Salem, North mm-hmm. Carolina. You know, if anybody out there is watching from another city or state, uh, we got some dope-ass people here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, very dope. That's doing shit, you know, and they uh, either from Winston or they still living in Winston. And I got to shout out to my man for sure. First and foremost, uh, for keeping a nigga hat game on point. My nigga uh, third, (laughs) Norwood King. Uh, He has the the Richmond brand and his uh, first line of clothing and apparel has been called um, rep the city mm-hmm. and I love his OG hats they are snapback and it's uh, WS for Winston-Salem mm-hmm. it's a got, crown nice, you want to turn it to the side see yeah. the thing about the fitted is or it's snap it's the curve you know yeah. how they got the schoolboy shit yeah. and it just <laughs> slope down straight yeah. to the bill? Yeah. nah I like the the curvature yeah. you know what I'm saying so, I like the big boy shit Right, man. Like, he he definitely been looking out. I got a couple of these hats, bro. I love them. I'm not even a snapback person, but y'all definitely hit up my boy on Facebook, uh, on Instagram, man. You know, show love. It's for the city. Yeah. Uh, his vision is in line with mine. You know what I'm saying? We talk a lot. Um, it's always love. I'm going to always support. Uh, another person that I got a damn big up is my nigga down in Charlotte, bro. Down in the 704. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, his name is, is Texas. We call him Texas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met him in high school. He a year older than me. Um, and he has a brand called Plug in the Flesh. Mm-hmm. And it's going crazy, bro. Mm. It's going crazy. You know, one of my friends hit me up today and was like, hey, I want to get a shirt from your your homeboy, from yeah. your friend. I said, say less. Because, yeah. man, it's so damn dope. I had to tell him tonight, like, bro, you, you're empowering people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, plug in the flesh, man, you know, that, that you your own boss, that you the... You that nigga, basically. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And and I I salute him for that, bro. You What's know, I, I'm going to sit down and talk with him one day on camera, you know, because it's it's interesting how we came to be uh, homeboys. It's an interesting story. You know what I'm saying? So definitely salute to him, man. I, I fuck with him heavy. You know, I hate to divulge what I talk about with people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not one of them motherfuckers that... 
be like, oh, I talked to such and such, but I had to show them to love, bro. Oh, like, yeah. you know, the, the city's so full of entrepreneurs and dope-ass artists and musicians. Let me say this, man. Stop running y'all asses down to Atlanta. We straight. We're going to get it popping. You feel me? We're going to get this shit straight from the crib, man. Y'all ain't got to run down there. A lot of you niggas ran down there. You feel me? I ain't, I'm ain't. i not dissing. I'm just telling the youngest that's coming up behind y'all that you ain't going to have to do that. You feel what I'm saying? We can get this shit on and popping from the tray. If not from Winston, you know, anywhere in North Carolina, we got to shine a light on our state. Mm -hmm. You know, so them just two people that I wanted to definitely salute, man. You know, it's a lot of y'all out there that I'll be giving looks to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, y'all know me. I bleed this shit. You feel me? For the city, like I, I do. I told um third, I said, nigga, I'm not wearing no other type of hat. You know what I mean? Ain't no point. Bro, you know the Yankees are fitted as a staple in uh in Just, New York, bro. Yeah. yeah, around the country, really, bro. Yeah. So it's a staple. Niggas everywhere be having on the Yankees fitted, but why not have something for your crib too? Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, rep. Rep the city. Right, for sure. And he, bruh, I, I mean, the shit genius, bruh. Him and, him and Texas, dog, they they have some some shit going for him. And I'd be remiss if I didn't um, shout out my player partner, man, this nigga. I met him when I met the rest of the guys probably back in 03. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? My nigga JD that yeah. I'm going to have to get in. I, man, we've been talking about getting up and doing this shit since I started the podcast. But JD... I'm telling you, I got you. I'm working on something, my nigga. You know, when you come here, we're going to be on, we're going to be doing what we do on the other side of where we shoot at. So, right. Yeah, so, so it's going to be, you know, we're going to try to make movies out of anybody yeah. that come through. We're going we're gonna to try to make it real special. Yeah, my nigga, like, don't think the that you're, don't think that your boy putting you to the side. I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I want to, excuse me, I want to do something dope for you. And for all the other entrepreneurs, when they come through and sit down and chop it up, man, you know, it's not a, a um, it's not a, a, a one-trick pony here, you know what I mean? Like, I want shit to be different. Mm -hmm. So I got my boy. He has the Opulence brand, Opulence by Alexander. Like, my nigga really doing his thing. And, it, I mean, you touching people on the West Coast. He we tapping bands, in. We got out of Yeah, way, we got like. Tees, we got jumpsuits, sweatsuits, for nigga, the look, 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 my nigga was in the strip club. We in the strip club a couple months back. My nigga in the strip club with the... With the outfit on, with the motherfucking uh the loafers on, mm. you feel me? So he take this shit serious, yeah. bro. Uh, you know his story is definitely dope and yes. unique. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, one of them real ones. You know yes. what I'm saying? And when I say a real one, if you know who the fuck I'm down with, you know what I'm talking about. So he one of the real ones, one of them official ones, and he really, really got this shit out the mud. And he has a clothing line that's like no other, that's mm. different. And um, we're going to support him. So definitely, man, shout out to them three tonight, man. You know, I got the rest of y'all. You know, I, I fuck with y'all. I love y'all. Yeah. I always tell you that. But now, enough of me rambling. Let's get to business, breaking news tonight <laughs> while we're sitting up here <laughs> doing a pre-pod. 
Breaking news came through, man. Rest in peace to the beautiful soul, which is Cicely Tyson. God bless. 96 years young. And I say years young because she's she didn't stop working. Oh, yeah. She was young you and saying? You're right. Like, she didn't stop working. I first remember her as being Miss Jane Pittman. You know, which was one of those black history stories that I think everybody has either seen or read or you've heard about it. You know, that was my first experience with her. She killed that role. Um, And then I also saw her again, if I'm not mistaken, it was in the mid-90s when they made Hoodlum with Lawrence Mm. Fishburne. And uh, she had like a, a, a French... A French accent in that movie. Yeah. I forgot her name in that movie, man. But she she was the queen. I the know. Queen. I remember them calling her the queen. Word bro. Up. I'm about to. Well, um, like you know, when we get to the to the to the skinny of the IMDb, I I uh, got you. I yeah. But yeah, like she, she she was the queen in that movie, mm-hmm. man. And you know, she had her run, like you said, off camera with Tyler Perry. It's yeah. unfortunate that she passed away, but she lived a full life full and you know she was like she didn't she never came off as uh a old lady she was an elder yeah but she wasn't an old lady seemed like she could uh probably tell you things from her childhood up until the moment that she passed Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying give you some good advice um i met maya angelo before Mm -hmm. uh and, and Maya Angelou was like that. You know what I'm saying? I had always heard that she was kind of mean, but when I met her, my experience with her was good. You know, I got to really, really talk to her. You know what I'm saying? I wish back then I had a podcast. Yeah, You know, that would have been dope. Uh, I I had definitely enjoyed that convo, and I imagine that Cicely Tyson was like that too, bro. You know, she knocked down a lot of doors and, and... a lot of barriers for black women in Hollywood. So y'all definitely have to show her love and admiration. And she was beautiful, bro. Um, her, Dorothy Dandridge, and yeah. Eartha Kitt, you know what I'm saying, are three women that I'm like, if you're a young black woman coming through, you ain't got to look at Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, You got these black, beautiful women. And your, you know, in your face, man. Yeah, and, and even like back when, um, in like the younger days, like in our college days, you know, we go in girls' dorms and stuff like that. I saw a lot of Marilyn Monroe on these dorms, and I back then, cause all you know, like where my head is at, where I'm like, damn, why you got uh Dorothy Dandridge? Why you got Cicely bad, Tyson? Bro. Why you got Angela Bassett up there? Why you got Marilyn right. Monroe up there? Dorothy was definitely beautiful, but exactly. like, come on, you know what I'm saying? And and she was black. Black is beautiful. Black is beautiful. You know, I don't understand why. And here we go. I'm gonna get into something else. <laughs> but here, I don't understand here. why we have to adapt the European mind frame. Mm-hmm. Black women, they want to be you so bad. Why the hell are you trying to emulate them mm-hmm. from time to time, man? You know, um, we got to get off that bullshit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, black women, black culture, black men, black kids, black everything. We drive the world. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So we don't have to look at the other race of people to, you know, get any type of swag, any type of um, 
suaveness, whatever. We don't need it from them. We are that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's been apparent since day motherfucking one. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. If you believe anything about history or the Bible or, you know, science or whatever, we were the first ones here. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? So, of course, we're going to drive culture, man. You know, they can do whatever they want to. You can't get rid of blackness, okay? No. Let's just put that shit uh, in the atmosphere. You can try to get rid of us, but you're not gonna get rid of us, no. man. Look, rest in peace to Cicely Tyson. Yeah, you know, um, con my condolences to her family mm -hmm. because no matter how uh, you know old someone might be or how sick they might be, you can never prepare for death. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And and she's one of those people that you thought would live forever. Yeah. You know, even though you knew it was coming, you yeah. still think that that person's not going to perish exactly. because, I mean, she was still doing her thing. Exactly. So. And um, just to uh, brush up to let people know, um, she, uh, well, I'm going to just, I'm going to try to, I'm going to take it back notable up until the 80s. But she started off, you know, acting, also a model. She, um, far as TV, she was on many episodes of How to Get Away with Murder. Okay. She was in House of Cards. She did a thing with the Tyler Perry situation. She was in Idlewild. She, yeah. was, she was in Idlewild. She was in um, family movies Mighty like Because Yaddy of Wind. Uh, because of Win Dixie. She was um, Queen Stephanie St. Clair. In, in Hoodlum. Yeah, bro. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my movie, dog. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hoodlum, one of them movies, man. Look, you a black gangster. You think you're a black gangster? Watch yeah. Hoodlum. You when feel he, like when he, when he brought it to when, when he brought it to the opposition's face. Yeah, I mean, he took it to them white boys, mm -hmm. bro. You know, them, them motherfuckers, he wasn't playing with Dutch and them. You mm -hmm. know, like, that's my movie, movie, my yeah. nigga. Like, I fucked oh, with it. She was also in Roots. She was in... Yeah. Uh, she was in the um in the King TV mini, mini series as uh Coretta Scott King yeah. in the 70s. She was Harriet Tubman in the uh, 70s. And you see right here, it was like Sounders, Neighbors. It was a couple movies that I seen a lot, a lot of TV. She was in um the 70s version of the Cosby show. She was in Mission Impossible, the TV show. Okay. Gunsmoke. So like far as like, so like I uh Great uncles and all the old heads, like Gunsmoke, yeah. Yeah, so let me say this the right way because it just popped up in my head, but I was like, I need to flip it. Samuel L. Jackson is the Cicely Tyson for black men. Mm -hmm. Let me put it like that because he's been Word in up. everything and she's been in everything. Word up. So, yeah, that's dope as hell, Word man. up, man. Just a, just a slew of just being... Present being a, a working actress on TV, uh, she has producer credits, and that's just, what the money know, is. Everything, yeah. so you and know, she has children, everything, every you know, everything's fine, everything been fine. You know, once you get locked in with Tyler Perry, everything gonna be all right, yeah. especially you know, especially for somebody with her lineage. So, God, God bless her, right? Watch over us, pray for us. And, you know, we're going to leave it like that on the on the physical, but the essence is forever. Yeah, and, and you already know that she came through a time where she probably wasn't getting shit for the movies and shows, not no. what she deserved. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, definitely I'm glad that she made it through a time where she was probably paid bullshit 
to a time where she was getting what she deserved. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that's always a good thing because too many times we see uh, these entertainers start off on the low on a totem pole and as soon as things start getting bright, they die. Mm-hmm. But that ain't happened to her. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So I'm glad she was able to really, really reap the benefits of her hard work and her labor. For her to live that long, this is just my belief, she did a lot of things right mm-hmm. as far as just being a good person mm-hmm. and not a fucked up ass individual yeah. like a lot of us are. Yeah. You know, I'm I got my ways. So yeah, you know. yeah, we all got our ways. <laughs> we all got our ways. Yeah, man. So we're going to. I'm not. I don't want to. I want to transition into something else, but I don't want to go from somber to happy back to somber. So we're just gonna stay somber for a yeah. little bit. Well, you, you know. know. It's somber to something serious. Yeah, so yeah, we we something serious, something that need to be have our attention towards. Yeah, well, we're gonna do that one after this one. Okay. Um, the twenty sixth of January will forever be Kobe Bryant's day. Mm-hmm. I think that subconsciously we all have that date in our head. Yeah. Because I was like, oh, yeah, Kobe died on January 26th. I was saying that in, like, November. Mm-hmm. You know, just like, yeah. you know, he, I, I remember that day. Yeah, I remember where I was at. I remember, yeah, like, my whole day stopped. Like, far as, like, my day stopped that day, far as, like, famous people. Celebrities, things of that nature, and when and when Nipsey died, it was like, oh, and then it was like, you know, is interesting when you we feel other men's emotions because like during those periods it was like a two week period where like dudes was just it's just we just was sad it was yeah. a certain type of sadness right those are the two celebrity deaths in my lifetime mm-hmm. that I cried. Mm-hmm. I can admit that I cried harder for Nipsey just on the strength that um, wasn't in the gang but a lot of his story correlated yeah. with me. Because it was street life. Yeah. Was, you know, running with the homies the and facts. getting the mischief. So it and the then places one and two. And, right. Yeah. To see a nigga that you believe everything he say, to see him get to the heights and knew that he had way more to go and way more shit to accomplish, it killed me. Mm-hmm. But when Kobe died. I shed a tear. I'm mm-hmm. not going to lie. Uh, mainly because Kobe is an interesting, a very interesting person. Yeah. Because he didn't have a normal life, bro. Not at all. Like, you coming up, you're in another country. Mm-hmm. And when you come back to this as a world, As a black, right. as a black youth. Yes. Like, you're... You're not around people who even think like you. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And then you come back, you in Philly, and you're not embraced, you know, fully because you're different. You know, Mm -hmm. you grew up different. You know what I'm saying? Plus, your pops was in the league. You know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Um, And plus, like, you know, he grew up. Like he, like you know, Paul, like Paul Saul and Sasha Vujicic and 
other players that was on his team that or other guys that's international guys. Like he spoke fluent Spanish, yeah. fluent Italian. So right. it was moments where uh, Ron Tess like spoke on this. Like like even back when he was alive, he was like him and like the reason why him and Pavel saw work because they talk regular, but they talk Spanish. So yeah. unless like it's somebody else that's like on another team, like playing against like. Manu Ginobili or something like that. You don't know, understand. Like, yeah. They're talking like how me and you talking. It's not play calling. We're just having a conversation all the whole right. time. So that's why that high screen pick and roll was so yeah. insane. And Paul definitely loved Kobe. I think Kobe bought a lot out of him. He bought mm-hmm. the dog out of him for sure. Yeah. He and did. he, he did. and you know, I'm pretty sure a lot of the guys around the league, a lot of his former teammates probably definitely, you know, Definitely look out there, Vanessa and the other oh, yeah. children. But Paul definitely do. Mm-hmm. We see that shit. Yeah. Like he really loved Kobe. Kobe was his brother. Um, but back to to him and how he was just bought up, man. You know, you get drafted, you about seventeen. Yeah, like, you know like his parents saying? had to sign his contract the first time. Right, like he, he was 17, mm-hmm. you um You took brain to the no, you took Moesha to the prom. Moesha to the prom. Mm. Your first go around in the NBA playoffs, you airball like three three pointers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he grew up in front of us. Mm-hmm. I um what happened to him in Colorado slowed him down, mm-hmm. but I think it made him feel figure himself out. Did it, you talking about slow down as performance or slow down as an entity? An entity. Okay. To where he started becoming more comfortable with himself. Mm-hmm. He wasn't confused no more after that. Because mm-hmm. I think confusion got him in that situation, not really mm-hmm. knowing who he is and uh, using that fame card you Kobe, you ain't no ugly dude. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You can get anybody that you want. We don't know what happened. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But some shit you look at, look at and you just be like, come on, dog. Exactly. Like, man, I don't believe that bullshit. Exactly. And I never... The logistics was Yeah, right. it didn't make sense. It's like, mm-hmm. it's it's Kobe. Most of y'all gonna fuck. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's just what it yeah. is. You feel me? Um, but I think it showed, bruh, who he really was, and then we started seeing him be just a dog, bro. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about during that trial is when he turned. I think that's where the Mamba, to me, visually, as I was watching yeah. the games, the Mamba was born right. during during that trial when he was back and forth for the flights, and he still was going gunning. When you at the top of the food chain and, mm-hmm. and people n- trying to knock you off that bitch. That his look changed. He looked like, man, I don't trust nobody. Mm-hmm. And I ain't fucking with nobody. Mm-hmm. That dog came out of him. And we witnessed a run that he had that was legendary, bro. Yeah. After yes. that shit happened, talking about 81 against Toronto. Mm-hmm. You know, that was after the fact. Uh winning two chips, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Without Shaq. And then him winning his fifth one and saying, I got one more than Shaq. Mm-hmm. He kept that shit real. 
uh, retiring, going out with a 60-point performance, man, mm-hmm. having his daughters embracing being the father, working through the bullshit with his wife. Mm-hmm. And all this is in front of our face, bro. Word up. Even the stuff he went through with his wife, you see how he kept it on the low. Yeah. Like, we knew, but we didn't know the details. He kept it on the low. He got home right, and I salute that man. Yeah, more than... You know, the sports thing is, you know, it is what it is. Right, right. That's, like, that's just, subjective. You yeah, know what I'm but saying? On, on, on a personal note for him, you know, in the, in the physical and his essence and, you know, his queen to come together. Yeah. And um, work, you know, like even dealing with what they had to deal with as individuals for them to come back to. Right. Unit. And just it's 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 a, uh, it's a beautiful thing. That's a real sign of strength. It is, man. Um. He was hella strong, mm-hmm. you know, hella strong. He found a balance with with all this shit. And I mean, come on, bro. As soon as you leave basketball, you go into to media, to mm-hmm. multimedia, to writing stories, mm-hmm. to doing all this stuff. And you win at that, awesome. at the highest level already. And, and, and he wasn't handpicked. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, bro. They said you raped a white woman. Yeah. So you know everything is against you. And that was you. during this time. Imagine if it was like, imagine if, um, well, we'll get to the movie section in a minute. Imagine if Jim Brown yeah. had done some shit like that. They would have fucking had right. rope ready. Yeah. And so it wasn't like these motherfuckers loved him. Mm-hmm. He made you respect them. Mm. And that speaks volumes, bro. Like he demanded respect. He he, the way him he carried himself, mm-hmm. uh, the way he played, the way he looked after his girls. Him being at peace, him being a writer. That that's like, bro. That might be the most intelligent athlete, other than like the role scholars that be in football. What was your boy name? Got uh, drafted by. Uh, I, I know his last name was He um him and yeah. your boy that got drafted from Florida State, the quarterback. He uh, played in Buffalo, black dude. Like, you know, we've yeah. had some smart athletes, mm-hmm. but this dude would have went to Duke, mm-hmm. you know, and that just went because of basketball, mm-hmm. you know. So he was very intelligent, man. Um, what he was doing as far as, like, his daughter, Gigi, uh, Gianna, mm-hmm. like, what he was doing with her, she was going to be Kobe part two, Kobe and girl form. Yeah, and like, you know, the energy that he was putting towards um, women's basketball. Yeah. Women pro- professional basketball as well in terms of making sure that. Because he was going to the games. And getting that bread. Yeah, he's you know showing up to the games. Mm-hmm. He, he like making sure that he was doing everything that he could to uh, be an ambassador of basketball because he's the most popular athlete Probably ever, cause China he got China on lock. Yeah, you know what I'm that's saying. That's so different. Like you know, that's like, yeah. Like even even we saw the last dance. Like no respect to Jordan, I ain't see Jordan in China like that. Nah, 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 nah. They don't fuck with him like that. Yeah. Cause a lot of people, um, our age and younger, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Those thirty sums, man, they grew up on Kobe. Mm-hmm. We seen Mike. 
Mm-hmm. But we grew up with Kobe. You yeah, know what like, I'm saying? I remember the second three. I don't. I don't remember the first three. It, it's hard to yeah. remember that. You know what I'm saying? I remember the um, the Phoenix Finals. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, that's yeah. that's still blurry. You know exactly. what I mean? I remember more so uh, Houston and Orlando, mm-hmm. and then Houston and New York because the OJ trial. Mm-hmm. But Kobe, man, you know, we watched him win every championship. Yeah. So globally, man, an icon, bro. Like I said, January 26th, forever be Kobe Bryant's day. You know, uh, my condolences to his daughters who are without a father and a sister. Love him. Uh, his wife, who yeah. is without her husband and one of her daughters. And let me address this. The bullshit she going through with her mama. Yeah, yeah. Man, that yeah. lady can go to hell, bro. No disrespect. Yeah. But when, when you're that entitled, something's wrong. Mm-hmm. When you can't say it ain't about the money. Mm-hmm. My daughter needs me. My grandkids need me. My granddaughters mm-hmm. need me. And, and you want to take this woman to court because you feel entitled to some shit, please go to hell. Yeah. Like, like come on. Shit. She don't deserve that, bro. Yeah. Now, I, she don't deserve that. We don't know these people from a can of paint. If I seen Vanessa Bryant on the street, I probably wouldn't know her. Mm-hmm. I know she wouldn't know me. Mm-hmm. But I, I empathize with that because I know how ugly shit gets when someone dies and there's money involved. Yeah, we've seen it time and time again with Mike, we've seen it with Prince, and then um, I don't know if you know, the, the IRS had to step in on the Prince shit, so regardless, they gotta they gotta pay the piper on top of whatever they got planned on, yeah. on his money. And and then on a on a personal level, you're seeing that shit. You know, I done mm-hmm. seen that shit a couple times as an adult. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm like, wait a minute. You know, you got to take a step back and say, y'all really tripping about this right now? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's horrible, bro. But, you know, my condolences to Vanessa, man, and the entire family, bro. You know, it's, it's, it's crazy. It's ugly. But Kobe was a beautiful person, dog. Just a, a beautiful human being. On the on the inside, man. I wanted. I'm telling you, I'll forever tell the story. The only reason I wanted to get on Twitter and Instagram was to act that mug, like mm-hmm. all the time. Like, bro, I got these stories I want to tell. I got these ideas. I really was on that. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, tell them, <laughs> tell them my lady at the time. Like, hey, this is what I want to do, and she looking at me like, huh? I'm like, I don't even need no followers. I just want to follow Kobe, mm-hmm. and I want to send him all this shit. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, and, and he wasn't my favorite player, bro. I yeah. probably cheered against him more than I went for him, yeah, but bro. I fucked with him, yeah. dog. Yeah. Kobe, Kobe, that was, oh, man. That yeah. was, woo. Bro, he was he was yeah. like that. He was that raw. Was dog, we seen the bad for him on the court. Like mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I was like, man, this dude ain't gonna win nothing. And then he turned up, and I was like, oh, him and Shaq is a problem. Yeah. And then even when that came to an end in the um, Piston series, we saw yeah. how that crumbled on court. Mm-hmm. And we saw how he had to 
how he had to take the back seat to Phoenix when Phoenix was on that run. Man, uh and overcome that. Him wanting to be traded. Yeah. He wanted to go down the hall. Yeah. He, he was like, I, he was like, listen, I go down the hall. I don't give a damn. Yeah. He knew that they could do more than what they were doing for yeah. him. Ain't no way Kobe's supposed to have Mush Park, Smush, Mush Park, or whoever, Sasha Vujicic, mm. Slava Medlevenko, yeah. <laughs> Chris Mim, like Brock Kwame and the name, Brown. Kwame Brown, and Stephen A. was stay. He, he knew that they can get him help, and they did. They got the King's Ransom with all that Gasol yeah. trade, bro. They but gave up a bag of chips, nigga. As we are in NC, <laughs> the NBA did hold back ring number six. If They did. If Chris yeah. go to L.A., him and Dwight. Especially in old Chris, New Orleans Chris. Yeah. Oh, they would have won. Went three in a row. Boston wouldn't have beat them. Yeah. They wouldn't have beat them, bro. Yeah. Cleveland wouldn't have no, Boston wouldn't have beat them. Miami wouldn't have beat them. Yeah, they would have won. Kobe, Chris, and Dwight. Yeah, yeah. bro. They would have. They would have at least got one from that from that uh, Miami big three. Lamar like, at least got one of them. And with Lamar Odom, mm-hmm. bro. People don't understand. Like them twenty ten Lakers. Lucky lefty, bro. They had what was it? What? They had three seven footers, bro. Mm-hmm. Man, Lamar Odom, 6'10, 6'11. That's seven feet. Yeah. Um, and he can run, and he can really run the point. Point forward. Paul Gasol, seven feet. Mm-hmm. Andrew Bynum, mm-hmm. seven feet. Bro, they, they had length. They, mm-hmm. were, they were big. You know what I'm saying? And you had Trevor Reese coming off the bench. Yep. And the, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they had. Three and D and point fours before that became a thing. Before it came became a thing, and he was pretty much the architect of it because he made them make moves mm-hmm. for real. You don't want to lose that type of player in his prime. No, you know what I'm saying. The only person that was really comparable to him, well, it was two. It was uh, LeBron and D Wade. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. And you probably could throw in Melo because Melo was an ox back then. I was mm-hmm. like, bro, that's the one of the biggest, like, solid motherfuckers I had ever seen on the court. That yeah. Denver Melo, that baby fat Melo, yeah. like, still baby Melo, baby bull. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I throw Melo in there. But Kobe, if he wasn't one number one, he was 1B. Mm-hmm. Like, if you want to say Braun held it down since 07, I, I can't argue. Yeah. But Kobe was right there with him, bro. Exactly. So, you know, rest in peace to Mamba. You know, we love you, Mamba, man. I love when I – I loved your tribute to him. You know what I mean? I, I reposted it on the gram. Um, I love when I see AI talk about him because it's genuine. Because yeah. AI talked about Kobe while he was living. Yeah. That's the – Thing like I, I that's how you know it's genuine because he gave him his flowers like yo mamba man mamba used to go at it you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. he'd tear my ass up I tear his ass up and and uh the way Kobe talked about him like bro he I knew I was in for a fight every time I yeah. played him and then like and then like Kobe was like thank God he's not six foot six he, he would have been a problem. <laughs> Hey, I, man, and that I'm, you know what, man, I might have to devote a uh, uh, episode to just him because if he was tall, even with that sorry ass team he had, I think they would have beat LA that year because he got game one. Yeah, 
He's six six. You ain't stopping that. Yeah, because you know, with with the six six, you got the ability to go over somebody at the rim. Yeah. Now you don't gotta worry about laying it up, floaters, runners. Yeah. Now you can be like, all right, now nah, I'm gonna just meet you, I'm gonna just meet you at the I'm gonna just meet you at the rim with it. It's hard letting Shaq knock your ass down yeah. all night. I would stop too. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if I'm six six, I could probably take it more. Mm-hmm. But when you six feet and a hundred and what you want? What what was he probably one fifty maybe? Really? Yeah, one fifty. Yeah, yeah. In like, actuality, yeah, one fifty, yeah. one sixty. And come on, dog. Like, nah, I stopped going in too after a while. I might have to do that, bro, for real. Like, oh yeah, no, talk yeah. about him, but yeah, they relationship was dope. You can see it was genuine. They defined an era. Like, that was their era, bro. Like, Kobe and AI. It wasn't nobody else. You might throw T-Mac in there. Vince Carter was straight, but mm-hmm. Kobe and AI, they defined the era. So, I always love seeing him talk about Kobe because he was always talking about him. You know, that was his, that was his opposition. That was his contemporary, mm-hmm. but it was respect. So, R.I.P. to the Mamba. Now... We got to get into this bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's Serious like the transition. Talk. You know yeah. what I'm saying? To some other shit. Y'all like the sound effects? Let me know. But, <laughs> man, so we seen this sucker shit. And I got to say it's sucker shit because I'm all about protecting the black woman. I don't give a fuck what I do when I'm in a relationship or outside of a relationship. Whatever, whatever. I'm not putting my hand on no woman. No. Period. Point no. blank, bro. You know what I'm saying? So we got to talk about this dude named Chad Wheeler, mm-hmm. offensive uh, play, well, offensive tackle mm-hmm. for the Seattle Seahawks, Seahawks man. Yeah. Young dude, 27 years old, uh, did some sucker shit on Saturday with his black girlfriend, uh, yeah. beat her, beat her ass. And I, I say that, and I say it like that because I'm not trying to protect a white man because they don't protect us. Okay? Mm-hmm. So he beat her, choked her unconscious, dislocated her shoulder. If y'all haven't seen the picture, go to Google. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? The pictures oh, will pop up. She was swole around the face, blood, dry blood under her nose, yeah. man. Uh, n- Nothing happened for her to, to warrant that. Nothing. Let me put it like this. We men. Mm-hmm. Unless you up against a woman that's a bodybuilder, yeah, you could control that situation. Or unless you got the Contain. or unless you got the blamey pack on her, right? You know that's what I'm about saying? It. Yeah, yeah. But for you to be over three hundred pounds, mm-hmm. this woman didn't provoke you. She wouldn't bow to you, motherfucker. Who were you? Yeah, you know what I'm saying, bro. I'm five nine. You know, I ain't no big motherfucker, bro, but you ain't finna do that shit to no man that's your size. Mm-hmm. Not no black man anyway. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You do this to a black woman. Um, You thought you killed her because when she came, th- came to and ran to the bathroom, you like, oh, I thought you were dead. Mm-hmm. He, went a- he went about it like it was all right. You were yeah. sitting in a... In a- Apartment or house or condo or hotel, wherever y'all were, you were sitting in the eating dinner still, washing your unconscious yeah. on the bed. And I have the um, CNN situation pulled. I'll do. I'll paraphrase it real quick for yeah. those who don't know the details. Via CNN.com, 
Um, now former Seahawks player Chad Wheeler was arrested Friday uh, on suspicion of felony domestic violence after the incident in the Seattle suburb. Um, the accident began around 9.44 p.m. in Kent, Washington, a, a suburb of um, Seattle. The uh, Kent police uh, was called around the now, uh, 9.44 p.m. Uh, the uh, Willer viciously attacked the victim in her bedroom, strangling her at times, so times plural, with both hands. This is a quote from uh, the prosecutors. Uh, Willer is also accused of strangling the victim twice until she lost consciousness. That means what? this is like, so besides the the violence aspect, now you're getting into like some type of like torture. Yeah. Kid, I mean, like, especially if you move her from place to place while her real, now you get into kidnapping. Now you get into like, you know, yeah, you, some you're holding somebody into, uh, against their will. Yeah. You're kidnapping them. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, the, the plea, uh, he is, um, his arrangement, his arraignment is scheduled for the f- uh, February 9th. Um, the uh, Seahawks wash their hands from him via, uh, and his uh, bell was uh, 400K, via um, the Seahawks PR Twitter page. You know, they gave the domestic violence number saying that we don't condone this, we ain't about this. Um, and uh, his team is not coming until things proceed for the most part and uh yeah you know it was uh our thoughts and prayers and support of what the victim the team added via the twitter yeah. and um Wheeler is a free agent and no longer with the team right of course they gonna disassociate themselves with him right now yeah. um I'm about to rock bro let me let me put this shit out here. And I'm gonna be I'm gonna try to be as PC as possible. I don't wanna hear shit about him being bipolar. Even though I know it's real. I know bipolar bipolar disorder is real. I've seen it firsthand. I'm not gonna go into details. Mm-hmm. But this is something I've lived with, not myself as, you know, I don't, I don't have that disorder, but I've been around it since I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. Because of a loved one. Yeah. You feel me? I know how, how it is when somebody isn't on their meds. I've seen it. It gets bad. But here's the thing. We live in a world where Whatever a black man does, he's the villain first. Mm-hmm. Guilty forget, until proven innocent. Forget everything that this man may have seen because of his environment, his circumstances. He is the villain first. Mm-hmm. This man could have seen his partners get gunned down, killed, and he ain't even have to be a violent person. You just seen it because you was outside with your friends. And it turned you into a violent person. Turned you into a killer. You could have a mental disorder. An imbalance. But they don't talk about it. So we're not going to talk about it with this piece of shit. We ain't going to talk about that. Fuck all that. Because they don't do it for us. See how media controls the narrative? Mm -hmm. Shout out to Shannon Sharp. FS1. Undisputed. 
Unk, Hall of Fame tight end, even a more dope personality. Yeah. I don't know him outside of football and what he does in front of a camera. I can't judge that man on nothing else. When I see Unk talk about this shit and he keeping it real, I applaud him. Because he always keep it real. He said it on Undisputed. To hell with that, bro. You know what I'm saying? To hell with them protecting him. This, you, they picked him up Friday. Uh-huh. Dog, it's almost been a week. Uh-huh. And we just now hearing about this. Uh-huh. How, bro? Because uh-huh. if that was a black man. Bro, you see what they did to Greg Hardy, right? Mm-hmm. For the Panthers and the Cowboys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He did that to a white woman. They drug his ass. They were mad when she ain't testify against him. Pissed off. And also Ray Rice. You know Ray Rice did what he did. Yeah. You saw how the hammer oh, yeah. dropped on him. No, they dropped the hammer quick. Oh, what's the white dude name? Played for the Dolphins. Richie Incognito yeah, said the Rick, yeah. the racist shit was doing the hazing. Yeah. Uh, that story wasn't as big as it should have been. And then he got another job mm-hmm. in the NFL. I think he went to the Bills or something, if I'm not mistaken, or uh, the Cowboys, something like that. I know that he wasn't without a job. And I bet you this asshole to get another chance at the league because he's white and I, I I hate to be like that and I hate to sound like that but it's the truth and on top of that he's under 30 in the NFL 27 big dude so you know if you want to lean on uh the stats and on paper fuck it why right. not exactly like oh we'll make sure that he takes his medicine that's what the next team gonna say We'll make sure we'll have somebody there that'll make sure he takes his medicine every day. Mm-hmm. He gonna say he's sorry, and he might do a little bit of prison time, but it ain't gonna be much. Fuck that dude, man. Because she didn't deserve that. That woman didn't even look like herself. For real. Beautiful girl. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. Like, um, I don't like, you know, I'm not a queasy person or anything like that but it was just this shit was just disheartening seeing seeing someone like don't look like themselves and yeah. how she was just laid out like yo like that should look like a fucking movie like 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 that should look like at the uh, domestic violence in a movie or something yeah. like she was that so shit slow Ill. bro like you know it don't when you look at her you don't initially, like, unless you know what a, a swollen face looks like, mm-hmm. you might not know, but I'm looking and I'm like, she swole up. Like, he mm-hmm. really did damage to her, you know? And this, this is my message to us as black men. This shit should have woke you up, bro. If you putting your hand on your lady, take yourself out of the situation. Remember that love you have for your woman. I don't give a fuck what you doing, man. You cheating or whatever, bro. Shit, people do whatever. But take yourself out of this situation and replace that with a white man. And then think about the shit you doing Mm -hmm. as far as putting your hands on her. 
degrading her, mm-hmm. making her feel less than, bro. That's not a good feel. It shouldn't be a good feeling for none of you bitch-ass niggas. And y'all are bitch-ass niggas. Yeah. If you're hitting on your lady, use a pussy. You a bitch. And I'm, you know, and I, I'm serious about that. That shit bothers me. You know what I'm saying? Because that's some whole-ass shit to be putting your hand on your woman. I don't give a damn who says what or how old school you may be or who you was raised by. Whatever, whatever, nigga. You don't put your hand on your lady. That shit makes no sense to me at all, bro. And I challenge any nigga to come sit in here and tell me why it's okay for you to beat on your woman, bro. You a piece of shit if you do that. Mm-hmm. Because you know what, dog? You won't want nobody doing your mama like that. You won't no. want nobody touching on your motherfucking sister. No. If you have a daughter, you don't want them touching on her. Mm-hmm. You got homegirls that you don't want nobody, you know, putting their hands on, but you're going to be slinging and smacking around the woman that you supposed to love. Exactly. Dog, go to hell. I might be a lot of shit, my nigga, but I'm not going, I'm not an abuser. I ain't going to put my hands on you. I don't give a damn. I'll walk out first. For sure. Word yeah. up. And, you know, personally, I've been in situations where I had to walk out. Yeah. Because even in the person's rage and how's feeling that, you know, she was coming at me with, like, for, yeah. you know, I've been in a situation where somebody brought the ruckus towards me. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We about, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. like, all right, fuck it. I got to fucking book it. Right. And, like, even, like, you know, my parents told me, I don't give a fuck if you got to look crazy running out, nigga. You got to run out the fucking area. Run out the area. As long as you get safe and unscathed and you don't do nothing, that you can't walk back. Yeah, bro. That don't ever, and this is for the youngest, don't ever put your hand on a woman. Mm-mm. It ain't cool. They, bro, your lady fragile. Bro, some men could just, like, get a stern voice with that lady and it'll scare her. Now, a lot of these women going to be like, nigga, you ain't scary shit. We know that. Yeah. But it's some women out here, bro, that's real, like, timid and sensitive, bro. And you just got to handle them with care and be gentle. I ain't on no, like, super tough shit when it come to your lady. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like... Yeah, you can get mad. I done got mad. I done said shit I shouldn't have said. Not no problem. I know I shouldn't have said it. But you didn't do nothing but physically. Bro, I never. Shouldn't have done. Never will, dog. You know? Yeah, never will, bro, because I done seen it. I done seen it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I seen motherfuckers I love have black eyes and shit mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Or be scared. You know what I mean? That shit, like, put, a, that shit put a pit in your heart when you see it. Yeah. You like... Like, yeah, like making it's a, excuses. It's a helpless feeling. Bro, I done seen what it motherfuckers making excuses for niggas. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, nah, bro, you know, he ain't hit me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I ran into the cabinet or something, bro. I done seen that shit. I done heard it. Mm-hmm. So, I ain't advocating none of you bitch-ass niggas, bro. I don't care what you say. You can walk the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Oh, bro, call somebody. You know what I'm saying? If you don't want to call the police, I ain't going to tell you to call the police. Call somebody to come defuse the situation. But lock yourself in the bathroom. Do whatever. Don't hit her. Don't hit her. It's not going to end well for either one of y'all. You're going to put her through a lot of trauma. 
She she gonna be fucked up for the next man. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She gonna think he gonna do that to her. Mm-hmm. You feel me, man? Don't start doing that, man. So I hope they prosecute this dude to the fullest extent of the law, even though I don't expect it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, like I said, he'll probably get some. He'll get a year, eighteen months, um, probation. Pick pay a trash fine. on the on the uh, freeway. Pay a fine, and that'll be that. You know what I'm saying? For one, she was black. Mm-hmm. For two, he a white man. Mm-hmm. That's just how shit goes. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And they gonna use this. He was about polar shit. That's the first thing his team gonna do, bro. Because they know they got that. That's their ace in the hole. Mm-hmm. But it ain't for us. It ain't for us, though. Yeah. Nigga can go shoot up the club right now. They know he crazy. Yeah. His ass doing life. Who crazy? Throwing Yeah. Throwing no, nah, he taking his ass <laughs> to prison. You feel me? Oh, man. Yeah, man. But um, off that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But we had to address That's it, man. Know. We had to address it. Had Get to go to <laughs> facts. New energy, new energy. Right, right. New energy. Man, so I want to talk to the youngins. It's not something that I haven't addressed before, but I was having a conversation the other day, bro. Mm -hmm. And let me ask you this. What's the wildest thing that you heard coming up that kind of blew your mind? Um, you talking about like uh, like a rule or word of mouth thing or yeah, like word of mouth from somebody that was an adult, like that had influence on you, like a person oh. that had influence, mm. like you know, parents, friends of the family, aunts, uncles, cousins, um, teachers, administrator. You know, well, you know, we uh, touched on the uh, influences that older men have on us about uh, women and stuff like that, but in terms yeah. of like. Violence and stuff like that, I seen. It ain't got to be violence. Maybe it be anything. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, or even how you um carry stuff. Like, But it's a lot of stuff that I, like, flipped around to made it, pers- made it purposeful, like, far as in terms of being your own businessman. Yeah. Like, you know, the, but the people that told me that they was in a different type of business. Facts. But, you know, <laughs> I just um manufactured that into... Like, you know, just being in your own situation where you don't have to depend on nobody. The joy of being able to wake up when you want to wake up and move how you want to move. Gotcha. Gotcha. But yeah, but, you know, I heard, you know, it's been some wild, you know, it's, it's been some wild shit. things being that, that was, that's been said. True, man. I, I have that same story. Uh, and I'm going to piggyback off what you said right quick, and I'm going to get back on topic. When you talked about businessmen, mm-hmm. shout out to my brother Tawan Crockett, mm-hmm. Tweezy. Because when Nipsey got killed, you know, everybody was talking about like being your own boss and mm-hmm. how he got it out the mud and all that. But Tawan said something that was just smart. He's like, man, they don't know this nigga had drug money. <laughs> Yo, they're like, they're not telling that part of the Tweezy story. Tweezy one of those keeping real niggas I ever met. Oh, nigga, that, look, <laughs> the group chat was lit yeah. that day. I was like, yeah, you right. He's like, niggas, you know, when we was talking about this and the third, them niggas was getting to it. I'm like, yeah, they was. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's another message too, man, you know. 
Uh, know what you're getting yourself into mm-hmm. <laughs> when you starting off on a, a business journey, man. Mm-hmm. It's going to cost money. I'm not telling y'all that it ain't free. You know, that I'm not telling y'all that it is free. It's not free. You're going to have to put money into it. So don't think like, oh, you know, niggas just doing shit off of a prayer. Nah, bro. You mm. got to put some money in. I just wanted to address that. That shit was hella funny. He yeah. was like, they, ain't, they telling these niggas to go out here and start a business because of Nipsey. Niggas had dope. Yeah, <laughs> it started off. Right, yeah. Niggas yeah, was straight. No, you know what I'm saying? Ain't right. no damn inheritance. We got to inherit out the soil. Nigga, I wish I was one. And bro, we going to get back to it, I promise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I, I had, um, I was thinking the other day. I said, man, I wish I was a, what you call them shits, a trust fund, baby. Yeah. I wish I was, dog. I don't understand the people who come from that who don't want to embrace it. Yeah. I wish my mama and them my had Larry. it. Bro, right. Like, I wish mm. that I would have turned 21 or 25 and had a quarter of a million dollars, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, what's wrong with y'all wanting to be broke? And do what broke niggas do. Yeah. Cause I mean, the shit we did, I did cause shit, we ain't have that much. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like my mom and daddy worked, you know, I always said they they worked. Mm-hmm. They had jobs. Mm-hmm. We were straight. Like we wasn't poor. Yeah. But we didn't have the extras, my nigga, by far. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't had them. We had the essentials. My mama made sure that we looked good and then when me and my sister could really, really like do for ourselves when we became teenagers, we started working. Yeah. You know so what I'm saying? You got a chance to do Bruh, for self, you do for self. Talking baby. about, bro, I've been working since I was about 13, 14, yes. bro, for real. And my sister the same way. She had her first job at like Shoe Carnival or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we was fending for ourselves. You know what I mean? I had some extracurriculars. I ain't yeah. gonna say much, you know? Statute yeah. of limitations passed, yeah. you feel me? But... Niggas was, you know, getting it how they they had to get it. You know what I'm saying? But for you motherfuckers that was born, like, mama and daddy really, really was straight. Why the hell was y'all, like, why y'all be tweaking like that, bro? I'd be 30-some chilling. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'd be Donald Trump. That nigga got a milli. Just to get a rep. Yeah. You'll you'll lose your mind. Just to get a rep. For what? (laughs) Nigga, this is a... Pain, bro. Like when you ain't got it, and you, your friends are like in the street. You in the street, you gonna see hella death, mm-hmm. hella people getting locked up, mm-hmm. hella backstabbing. Why the fuck you want that? I would have took the uh, berries and rainbows and mm-hmm. uh, uh, caramel macchiatos and Target trips. I would have took all of that, nigga. Word up. I wouldn't have ever. Step foot in anybody hood, word up, or none of that. But it's appeasing, bro. That life is appeasing for some reason. It draw people in, like, mm-hmm. oh, I want to be like that. <laughs> Fuck this. Mm-hmm. I want to be out there with them. Y'all crazy as hell because the people that was out there would have switched places with you in a heartbeat. Yeah, you know heartbeat. what I'm saying? Quick, fast, and hurry. Facts, bro. I had to get that part off because it. It trips me out. I'll be like, what the hell y'all want to? I'll take that. Your mom and daddy got you cars and 
all like dope cars. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And you had school figured out already. Mm-hmm. You knew you was going to college and you knew Let that they was. Bro, I would have switched places <laughs> with you because a nigga in debt with them student loans. <laughs> you sure. know what I'm saying? But getting back to it. So addressing the young black people, the young black kids coming through the ranks. We've talked about this before. If we haven't talked about it before, I've talked about it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, the wildest thing that I ever heard coming through the ranks, and this is directed towards the kids because it it, it tripped me out. It had me thinking a certain type of way, but I made the right choice was to not go to a HBCU. Mm-hmm. And I was told that by a black woman. Mm-hmm. That tripped me out. Mm. She was like, don't go to an HBCU. You need to go to one of these big schools or you need to go to a more diverse school. Mm. Kids coming through the ranks, if college is your end-all, be-all, go to an HBCU. You're going to learn the same thing. You're going to take out of it what you want to take out of it. You're going to learn how to speak properly. You're going to learn how to be in a room full of diverse and mixed individuals. Mm -hmm. You're going to learn how to be you, more importantly, because you're going to learn who you are while you're in school with these other people. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. So with these other black people. So never let anybody turn you or deter you from going to a HBCU. For real. We have to get out of that mentality. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's coming back to me. We've talked about this before, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Man, you. But you know, this is yeah. that we got we to gotta bring it going. back. Right. Gotta I got I have to drive that home with the youth coming up because we are get, we're coming to a crossroad where uh, I told you before that these white kids coming up, they're not going to be like their parents. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? They're really going to be mingling and, you know, really, really um, running, either intersecting with us or uh, parallel with us. But mm-hmm. we're going to all be kind of going towards the same goal. You know, these kids coming up are. So I need to push this black excellence and that things that are for black people we need to cherish that and keep that at the forefront. And mm-hmm. the educational system is number one. We need to keep y'all going to these HBCUs. Do not look down on them HBCUs. We need y'all to step it up. Seriously. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not going to put it all out on the kids. You got to make you, something out of nothing with the presentation. Make it. Yes. Cause you got to think like our parents or like, or well, uh, different world wasn't our parents. It's more like if we had our like sisters, uh, yeah, older brother, yeah. sisters, brothers, uh, or our younger uncles mm-hmm. or, aunt, or aunties. They went to school. They wanted to, you know, because of that. Yeah, or just, or just to be able to get the what's Salem State. 
black college sweater. Right. You know, that was just, big. You, you know, see Martin yeah. on Def Jam. Like, exactly. Def Comedy Jam. He banging them uh, with Southern State sweatshirts yeah. and, you know, the Howards and all Golden that. State. Yeah. Tuskegee, everywhere. We don't have that. So we have to use our platform now to let y'all know it's dope to mm-hmm. go to these schools. It's dope to be black. Wear your blackness with pride, man. For real. Don't let nobody. And, you know, the woman who told me that, I love her still to this day. Mm-hmm. But, and I won't call her name because I don't want people to look at her funny. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and this was somebody in the education system. Mm-hmm. But she was wrong. Mm-hmm. I had a good ass time at A&T. And that once is Salem State. I'm yeah. a I'm a raggy. I'm a ram in the aggy. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So man, y'all make sure that you you're looking at your HBCUs and go to one, man. Have a good time, experience, homecoming. Homecoming at a black college is oh. second to none, oh. bro. For real. First of all, you know, I got family from uh, Jersey and all type of places like back, you know, in the in the pre-COVID era, everybody was like, "Yo, when is uh, what's the homecoming in Winston? What's the homecomings in Greensboro? When's Charlotte yes, having sir. a? When what's going on in Atlanta? You know, like you know, that's like a a you know, it's like just a, a cultural event just to be around." Your people, our people. Right. It's a rite of passage, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, you you if you in North Carolina and you black, you have to participate in Jiho at least once. Mm-hmm. For real. Like get that experience. You know what I'm saying? Uh take your kids. Yeah. I'm not Walk even. Walk the yard yeah. on the uh, game day, even at Winston State. Yeah. Let them see, you know, what's going on, man. I was around Winston Salem State as a as a youth all the time, bro, I was in programs and stuff. You know, my mama, she wanted to make sure that I went to school. So mm-hmm. she, because that was a dream of mine. She yes. never had to tell me. Yes. But she made sure that I got that experience. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So I, I would know what to expect, man. I got to, I'm going to always keep that at the forefront, bro. So y'all definitely tap in. We about to go another place, dog. I got to keep this shit real because I got to put on. I got to put on for not only the educated black men, but I got to put on for the educated black women. Of course. I got to put on for the youth that's coming on up that's uh, going to be educated, and, and I got to plant seeds. I got to use this platform the right way. So something that I have to address mm-hmm. um that I see a lot, man, and I, I, I don't take it personal, bro. You know, I don't, but I gotta, I gotta speak up on this shit, dog. Stop shitting on people that's taking a chance getting an LLC. I see that shit too often. People like making a a joke about it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you got an LLC? Everybody got an LLC. Let me break some shit down for the ignorant people. Google is a LLC. Did you know that, Winston? Yeah. Oh, Google's yeah. A, a limited liability company, bro. Mm-hmm. Google is. Mm-hmm. Google isn't uh, listed as a corporation or sole proprietorship. It's a LLC. For real. One of the biggest companies in the world. 
Why are y'all shitting on people for taking a chance? Everybody not going to make it. That's just life. But why crap on people that's trying to make it? Yes, why? Why? That's taking a chance. And I'm not saying this because I'm doing it. I'm saying it because I don't believe in crushing people's dreams. Who am I or who who is anybody to tell motherfuckers not to do something? I don't care if they don't have a dime to their name. Or all they have is the application process to get the LLC. Mm -hmm. When they get it, it automatically opens doors for them. They can go apply for loans. They can go apply for grants. They got something to take to angel investors. If they have people in their family with a little bit of money, they could have a plan on how to generate the revenue to start really generating the revenue that yeah. they foresee coming in the future. Mm-hmm. So why are you shitting on them? Is it because you're not doing it? If you want to do it, why don't you ask them how they did it? Why don't you inbox somebody and say, hey, I have this idea. I want to get my LLC, but I'm scared or I don't. Okay, we'll walk you through this process. Guess what? I have my degree in business. I needed to get help with some of this shit, and I'm not afraid to say it. But stop downing people for wanting to get a business in their name because they see where it can benefit them and their family in the long run. Y'all tripping. Stop that. Word up. Ain't nothing cool about that. That shit ain't funny. It ain't. It's none of that. It ain't it, Chief. Right. Like, that. that, that's some clown shit. Because the very person that you talking shit Mm -hmm. about could be the very person who hire you and give you a, a, a... a better chance at life. He'll give you that opportunity that you've been yearning for. They could be the next Google. You never know. Just because somebody is putting something to the forefront, that don't mean that's their end game. Bruh, the anything goes podcast ain't my end game. It's not. No. It's just not. It's something that I'm gonna always be able to come back to. Yeah. But it ain't my end game. It's just the uh the the, it's the, the catalyst. Exactly. It's the uh, amplifier. Right. Stop downing people. Everybody ain't a boss. We get that. We do we know we're gonna have people that are workers. Why not work for the black person? You get what I'm saying? You see how that shit work? If you not a a, a boss. And you feel like that ain't your lane. Why shit on your brother or sister that could potentially give you a better opportunity and more money than these white people? Y'all don't think like that, though. Y'all want to clown. You want to laugh at people. You want to make a mockery of shit. Ain't nobody else doing that shit but black people, bro. Mm-hmm. I don't see. I don't, I don't have white Twitter or, or Hispanic Twitter. I don't have Japanese Twitter or I got black Facebook. That's what the fuck I got and that's what I see. Like I said, it don't bother me, bro. Because can't nothing knock me off of what I'm wanting to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But you could be knocking somebody else off of what they're trying to do because you want to clown that shit. And also you want to pour 
negative energy onto someone. Exactly, bro. Why? Like, why are we built like that? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, um, I don't get it. I don't understand why my people has to do that. Every time I look up, I'm like, bro, here y'all go again, talking about this shit, clowning something that you not doing. Stay in your lane, but don't. That's just like when somebody rapping. I don't care how old you are. If you feel like you can make it, rap. Mm-hmm. Cause shit, you can be right for someone. Right. You definitely. You gonna eat. Mm-hmm. You gonna eat. You, I'm not finna tell you to stop rapping. Rap. Do whatever it is that you want to do. It ain't no age to this shit. Word up. Jake can go drop bars right now. I'm gonna listen. As long as the beat ain't whack. He was tripping with that for real shit. I didn't understand that song <laughs> at all. I didn't get it. They lost me. You know what I'm saying? But I don't, I don't understand how people don't realize it's a lot of these billion-dollar entities that are registered as LLCs. You know what I'm saying? Y'all don't realize that these motherfuckers start from the ground up, bro. The richest motherfucker we know is who? Jeff Bezos? Like, we don't know him, but, you know, that's the name you hear. Look at what he doing with Amazon. Exactly. Motherfuckers didn't believe in him. Somebody partnered with this nigga. Somebody saw the vision, bro. Like, I want to fuck with you because I think this could be something. You know what I'm saying? Like, be that person. Don't be the motherfucker sitting in the corner, like, low-key hating. No. Be the person that's like, man, I see what you're trying to do. What can I fit in? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, motherfucker that probably, that started Uber, you know how many people probably laughed? Like, man, that ain't going to work. Nigga, they got cabs and buses. Like, ah, nigga, okay, and billion dollars later. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I should have got in on that. But you now need- let's get down and lay down. Right, man. So stop downing each other, man. It ain't nothing wrong with having a dream and pursuing it. For real, for real. What's that dude named Harrison Ford? They said he ain't get his break till he was in his 30s. Yeah, he was a carpenter. Come on. The, your boy from uh, uh, Hangover. Um, the doctor. The, the um, uh, Asian Kim dude. John. Kim John. A doctor, bro. Kim John. Casual doctor, actual, uh, actual doctor. doctor. Look at him. You can't buy your way into that shit. You gotta be funny. It gotta resonate with people. Look what happened. You know what I'm saying? So stop shitting on people in their dreams, dog. I can't stand that, bro. Like that turns my stomach every time I see it because you can knock people off of their game. Motherfucker might be sitting on the next billion dollar idea that can get. Everybody at the crib on. I'm talking about when I say the crib, I'm talking about the city. Can get everybody on, change everybody life, start the black infrastructure that we need. And y'all talked all this shit and folks ain't in the pursuit. Come on, dog. Don't be that person, man. No. Stop shitting on the people's dreams, dog. Like that ain't that ain't cool. That ain't cool, man. Y'all gotta, we gotta stop. And I say we because I'm a part of I'm a part of of us. 
I'm not on the outside looking in, bro. I'm, I'm in this shit with y'all every day. Word up. Champion for the city, bro. I don't even know the half. I got faith in the motherfuckers. I don't even know, bro. I be rooting like like on the real, not even yeah. like low-key, not low-key nothing. I'm rooting for y'all. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shit, I want the niggas that's out here rapping to make it, bro. Like, if I can help you, I'm going to help. I want the motherfucker that's just baking cookies every day, nigga. I want your cookies to be better than Famous Amos. Get the best cookie. Facts. Yeah, like, come on. Bro, I don't care if you selling faucet water. Nigga, be the best faucet water seller out this bitch. Y'all got to stop, bro. I, don't want, I want all y'all to eat. I want all of us to eat. All of us to make it. If I can help you, man. Hey, bro, I ain't got a million dollars. I'm not going to cap with y'all niggas, bro. I'm, no, I'm trying to get it to it, too. But I got faith in us. And I want y'all to change that mentality. Word up. Nigga, you can be a pressure washer out here, bro. It's a, it's 10 other pressure washers. It's enough money for all of y'all to eat. It's a lot of cars out here. Right. Bro, it's enough for y'all to eat, bro. You do nails, you do hair, bro. I've been championing, championing this shit forever, bro. Look, a group of women need to get together and buy a building. Rent that bitch out. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't got to buy. Y'all can rent that bitch out. Or y'all can buy the building and everybody go in that bitch. Y'all got your own clients. Bruh, run that shit up. Yeah. Do nails and hair up that shit. Have beauticians. Have the people that do hair and nails, bruh. Man, it's, bruh, get you a bartender that's in there pouring wine. You know what I'm saying? They come in there, man. You know how many women will buy that membership, bro? Mm-hmm. They will buy that membership. Mm-hmm. Women will be like, shit, I'm going to sign up for it because they're going to use it every month. Think outside the box. Mm-hmm. If I had the money to put up for some for for five, six of y'all, you know what I'm saying? I say six. Three beauticians and three people who can do pedicures or manicures. Mm-hmm. And then two, three people that can do goddamn massages and shit. That's seven, nine people max. I put the money behind y'all because I know that every woman in the city going to beat her. Mm-hmm. Word up. That's how we got to start thinking, bro. Like we a can't, women's club. Yeah. Like y'all, and y'all could set the damn prices. You setting the prices, you got different packages for people every month. So they paying, they could be paying you a fee every month. They women are gonna, bro. One thing I noticed, bro, women gonna pay for them hair yeah. and nails, bro. They gonna pay. That part. You know what I'm saying? They gonna pay that shit. You can be like, man, a, a yearly membership is $50. Mm-hmm. Pay that shit once a year. You come in that mug and you, you know, that that 50, make sure you get wine every time you come in there, cheese and crackers. Mm-hmm. You feel me? Like, that's what that cover. And then you just paying for your hair and nails. Mm-hmm. And they ain't hearing you in the hair. Yeah, I look hey. in um, Brooklyn and other places. The, uh, you know, you hear some people bring it up. Soho House. Soho House, they, they nothing but, like, a, you know, like a, a private club. That's yeah. all it is. It was, you know, it's, right. a, it's a private club. Do that. You got to start thinking outside the bubble, man. Like, don't be your own worst enemy to wear. You putting down other people that's that's trying. If that ain't your lane, that ain't your lane, but don't speak on it. 
But if it's some shit that I don't fuck with, nigga, guess what? I don't talk about it. That ain't my shit. That ain't my lane. What I got mm-hmm. to say, I ain't got no opinion on it. I don't, I, that ain't my lane. Okay, if it ain't your lane, it ain't your lane. But don't fuck with the dreamers. Shout out to Cole. I think it's his birthday today. Mm. Or was it yesterday? Let me do my Google search. Yeah, yeah. I think Cole's birthday today or was yesterday. The dreamers. Don't fuck with that. Leave the dreamers alone. They are the innovators. They are the creators. They are the creatives. Today, 36 years old. 36. My nigga Cole. In my top five. Don't fuck with the dreamers. Return of the dreamers. That was a tape he dropped. You feel me? Like, come on, man. Leave the innovators alone. They gonna push the culture forward. Imagine if somebody told Kanye, I mean, it probably was, told Ye like not to do it and he listened. Mm. They say Jay ain't wanna hear that nigga rap. Oh yeah. shit, fuck Jay. Look at Ye. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ghostwriters are not that nigga dope. What if somebody told Nas not to damn record New York State of Mind, mm-hmm. nigga? You feel me? I would have never caught that body and headed to Houston. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I'm just keeping it real. What if somebody told Pop, like, nigga, you look crazy doing that ballerina shit that taught him discipline? That molded that man. You feel me? Doing an artsy shit. It wasn't Pop with the ballerina shit. It was Prodigy. But Pop was in theater. What if yeah. somebody told Pop not to do theater? We would have never got him on that episode with a different world. Exactly. We would have never um, even even think about the opportunity Juice. of him being a award-winning actor one day. Because, you know, like, we talk about Sam Jackson. That was that. Like, George Lucas said that was for Tupac. Yeah. Mace Windu was supposed to be Tupac. Bruh, see? Baby Boy was supposed to be Tupac. Exactly. Supposed to be Pac. Y'all see he was um, on Jody Wall. He was on the door. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Like, y'all y'all got to stop shitting on people in their dreams. You, you don't know how many people's dreams have been deterred just by doubters. I ain't going to say y'all hating, but just doubters. Don't put your doubt on me, my nigga. I did that too long. Doubted myself. I don't need you to doubt me. Or to be vocal about your doubt. I did that shit. We do that shit all the time. Why you think we get started late? Because we don't think it's possible. But when Mm -hmm. niggas start unlocking these doors, Mm -hmm. when niggas start figuring out the cheat code, bro, when niggas start saying, like, man, the quality might not be there right now, but I'm finna go for it. Mm -hmm. Shut up and watch them work. Keep your opinion to yourself, my nigga. Watch them work. Watch them do it. You are your own entity. You are a walking LLC. You just don't know it. You're a walking billboard for your brand or that potential brand. Stop knocking people off of their square. Real spill, man. Y'all got to stop. We ain't going to get nowhere we keep thinking the way we think. No. I be addressing y'all. I don't be addressing no other race, bro. Y'all hear me get on this bitch talk about no other race and what they need to do. I ain't got nothing for no other race, bro. No. 
I don't care about no, bro. I love everybody. Don't get me wrong, child. Love everybody, but I love us. Yeah, cause it's our time to get up. It's our bro. If we don't do this shit now, I don't know when it's coming. We have to get that black infrastructure, that black ecosystem. It's almost there. Y'all don't see that. You what's them little books we used to get back in the day, Winston? Like. They had a dots, and you got to connect the dots to that shit. Yeah. And they would make a picture. You get mm-hmm. the clear picture. Mm-hmm. You got to just match the numbers. You got to keep going from one. Six mm-hmm. might be all the way over here. But you, you trying still to, you, you got to make that shit to make, make it. it look good, bro. We got the dots in place, bro. We just got to connect these bitches. So if you ain't trying to connect the dots, bro, just get on the outside, man. You straight. You know what I'm saying? But when niggas start making money and they they start really, really taking off, bro, you can't want to jump on their bandwagon then and you was doubting them. Mm-hmm. Man, applaud people for what they doing, man. Shout out to everybody doing something. Shout out to the people that's in real estate, that's selling these houses. I see y'all. Big ups to y'all. Mm-hmm. You feel me? I don't know. I don't know y'all. I don't want to call no names because people might not want to expose them. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I see y'all. I see the women especially doing it. That's y'all laying, y'all selling, y'all black, y'all young. Y'all in y'all 30s doing this, man. Shout out to y'all. Like, I fuck with that. Word up. The people that's really, really getting this shit out of the mud don't know when, like, how they getting started. They just doing it. Shout out to them. I'm oh, one of them, bro. I put up the other day once and I was like, bro, I don't know what I'm doing, but whatever I'm doing, I'm all in. We going for it. I'm all in, dog. I'm one of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we've been down so long. We've been putting it off so long. We shooting for the stars. And I, that's my message for all the creators out there, all of the businessmen, all the businesswomen, all the youngest that's coming through the ranks that want to be innovators, that's going to be innovators, keep shooting your shot. Mm-hmm. Don't let nobody knock you off your shit. Mm-hmm. Don't let nobody do that. Don't let nobody deter you. Don't wait around. I wasted time in my 20s. I could have started this then. I didn't know how to. Yeah. We're going to show y'all how to. Word up. You want to be a podcaster? Find you an app that had that will hold your podcast, download it, create the name. They're going to create the RSS feed for you. And you, you just put your shit out. Do it from the phone if you ain't got nothing else to do it. Or sit your camera in front of you, do it from the... Mm-hmm. There you go right there. And then learn along the motherfucking way. That part. Exactly. It was a good one tonight, it's a, bro. It was a beautiful one. <laughs> yeah. It was a good it's one. Lit. Yeah, like, man, I want y'all to be good. I want y'all to be straight. I want y'all to be okay, for real. That's what this podcast is for, to educate, man, and to, and to let you know that there's somebody out there that's doing the same thing you doing. Yeah. Feeling the same way you feeling. Got the same barriers to entry that you have. Yes. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? I want y'all to see that shit firsthand. Real spill. So it's all love. It's always going to be love. You know, we'll be back uh, Saturday. Saturday, Winston going to be 
holding down the fort Sunday. Kalen will be holding down the fort. Yeah. Next week, I'll be back. Yeah. One day, we're going to be recording every day. Yeah. Very soon, too. Yeah. Some, some shit. Every you know, day. Where, where we're gearing up. And then we'll be on your screens daily. We'll be yeah. in your Facebooks. We'll be on your YouTubes. We'll be on your Twitch. Right. And also, um, I'm going to put this out there. Any... uh. Gamers that wanted that uh, just want a channel like uh, like a streaming channel. Get at us. Let's talk something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, I'm still not gonna tell y'all what MVC stands for. Not yet. But mm-hmm. if you follow me on Instagram, you already know what it is. You know. But I'm gonna tell y'all this now. Y'all gonna get sick and tired of my face because this year, I'm sorry. Gotta run this shit up. <laughs> Word up. So, you know, be on the lookout, man, for, uh, you top, know, top. be on the lookout for more content, different shows, different podcasts, different guests, all that, man. And then you'll find out what MVC stands for. I just got to get a few more things squared away, you know, yeah. logos and all this. And y'all will see what's up. Y'all will see what uh, the grind from 2019 up until whenever, you know, I dropped this shit. Y'all, let's see what it was for. But definitely, you know, be on the lookout for uh, flyers that's going to be going up, you know, uh, price points that's going to be going up, ad spaces that's going to be going up, you know. Uh, it's different shows on this feed, so... You know, if you want your business shout out or whatever, whatever, we'll have something for you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So be on the lookout just for everything that uh, a business will have to offer. You. Yes. You know what yes. I'm saying? A, a legit business will have to offer y'all. So until next Thursday, you know, y'all be cool. Y'all stay safe, man. Look. It's 2021. We're in year two of a pandemic. Mm. You know, this is about to be the first, like, fiscal year be March yeah. or February around the time last year. So we'll be surpassing the year going into year two. I know a lot of y'all are stressed out. I know this. This shit is nerve-wracking because we don't have a lot of the stuff that we used to have. A lot of people make moves at night. Things are shutting down at 10 o'clock, so you really can't do shit. You might be sitting in the house all day. Find you somebody to talk to. If you're feeling down, you're feeling anxious, you're feeling depressed, don't sit and let it fester. Talk to somebody, get help, uh, go for a walk. Like I said, log out from social media. Social media can be toxic as hell sometimes, and people can be toxic as well. So... Do whatever you have to do. Unplug. I go sit in my car. I'm going to tell y'all the, the weird shit that I do. You know what I'm saying? I go sit in my car. Mm-hmm. I'll go sit in my car for two hours if I have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I make sure. Like, sometimes I have it running, but other times I make sure that my phone is charged up and I could just go in that bitch and vibe out to music or watch uh, YouTube yeah. shows, get lost in the sauce, bro. Put that phone on, on a D&D. D&D. Do all that. Become selfish with your time. I had to learn that. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn it the, the hard way, bro. I wouldn't, I had to watch people like switch their relationship with me to benefit them. That taught me like 
to be selfish because I'm like, shit, they doing it, I should do it. Mm -hmm. And you have to start doing that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's okay to, man, when I start, bruh, before Winston, bro, before I used to like let shit slide. Mm. Like, bro, a lot of the stuff I be reposting, I be laughing, but it's stuff that I've been through. I used to let stuff slide, bro. I like, boom, be quick to respond to some shit and, you know, like, just go like a gullible, you feel me? But now, uh uh. Once I see anybody move funny, my nigga, I move funny with them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, nah, you doing that? Oh, yeah. I'm going to do it too. You move, I move. Yeah, like, like, I don't care who Just you like is. That. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, bro, I, I'm for real. I don't care who you are. For real. Like, bro, you could be my son. You start moving funny, okay. I'm going to move funny too, little homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't give a fuck. Like, I'm just keeping it trim, bro. Like, okay, I'm I ain't moving funny, my nigga. I'm going to move funny right along with you. You feel me? Like, oh, <laughs> like hey, we're going to do this however you want to do it. You don't want to. You want to take all day to respond, or you want to respond like days later to to text messages, my nigga. I'm gonna treat you how you treat me, mm. anybody, and that's how y'all have to start looking at it too, for real. Don't exert too much energy on bullshit. Mm. Stop it. We we don't have the outlets that we had a year ago, two years ago, to be able to really function. You know mm. what I'm saying? The way we want to. So now it's an adjustment period. If y'all ain't noticed, a lot of like suicides going on. People are killing. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of uh, B and E's, you know, mm -hmm. that's breaking the entry. Crime going up because people are snapping. Don't be that person. Mm -hmm. Just talk to somebody, man. For real, talk to somebody. I know a lot of people are full of shit, and you don't want to divulge too much information. But at least find you one person in your life that you can talk to. Hell, go find you a Catholic church that do confessionals. Like confessionals, confessions. <laughs> that do confessions. Go find them. Hey, they don't know who you are. Mm -hmm. Just go talk to the, you know, the homie. You know what I'm saying? Like, get it out. Mm -hmm. Or talk to yourself. Write it down. Do, do whatever it is to keep your mental where it needs to be. And I had to go back to that because I stopped saying it at the end of the episode sometime. And I never want to get away from that. Protect your mental. Protect your mental at all costs. If you got to cut people off, cut them off. Because the, the number one thing that hinders us is people, bro. Mm -hmm. I don't care what nobody say. People and finances. Word of outside of us just being healthy. Mm -hmm. People. And finances that like finances and people cover your job all that shit so make sure you protecting yourself alright until next week we out we out love love peace <laughs>